Hello, and welcome to Once Upon a Mental Crisis, hosted by me, your fairy godmother, Zai Moore. I'm here to guide you through life trials and tribulations with my own personal experiences. Let's travel on this road called life together and figure out how we can find happiness, fulfillment, and empowerment. Welcome back to Once Upon a Mental Crisis. It is I, your fairy godmother, Zymore. Welcome to my office. <laughs> Do you like my setup? It's so much more professional. And I finally figured out how to um, use my ring light without um, causing circles in my glasses. So yay! <laughs> also, I learned how to use my dad's canna. E canna. Canon EOS 800. And thank you so much, Dad. He was a YouTuber and he loved to talk. And his channel is still up. We, I believe it is. We did not uh, close it down um, because we wanted to, you know, keep his face online. And it was all the work that he ever did. And I mean, honestly, when we miss him, we go and watch his videos, you know? So his YouTube channel is Uncle Zhong. Um, currently, we're not collecting any um, monetization at the moment. But hey, maybe we will one day. Or maybe we won't. Anyways, um, thank you, Dad. Again, just thank you. <laughs> All right, so today's episode is going to focus on the month of March. Um, month of March is pretty similar to February because, I mean, I'm still in mourning process. I, you know, I'm grieving. Everything is still very new, and I have never felt this kind of grief before. Um, and I'm sure... Those of you can relate if you guys have ever lost anybody close to you. It's it's really like a piece of you has just been ripped apart from you. And you know it's missing. And there's just absolutely nothing you can do about it. Um, I spent a lot of February and March. And actually up until probably... Um, August maybe, uh, having constant dreams about my dad. And I still do. Like, I can say that, um, out of a whole seven day week, I probably will dream about him at least three to four times, um, a week. Just, you know, I, I think about my dad a lot, especially when I'm podcasting, um, because we shared that in common. We, he and I were, we're good talkers and we love to have conversations with people. And, um, this is something that we share together, you know, technology and social media. Um, he was very avid in social media and it's very bittersweet of me to talk about this because I wish we had connected more on, um, our shared interests in social media. Um, but of course, we can't change back time. And moving forward in my life, I will honor him by 
continuing my legacy as a podcaster and on social media. And hopefully, you know, something comes out of this. Um, I really hope so. Um, 2022 is supposed to be my year. Well, every year is supposed to be my year, but I'm really making 2022 my year. So here's to a new year. Anyways, I digress. Um, so what I've chosen to talk about um, for the focus of March is um, I remember thinking about how he passed. Um, and I'm sure anytime someone passes away, you kind of have to, well, you don't have to, but you kind of go through what exactly they passed away from and the process they may have felt. And I wish that I could have had this conversation with my dad before he passed. Unfortunately, I couldn't because um, from week one up until he passed away, my dad was, he was conscious maybe four days out of that whole time. And the most conscious he was, was when he was first admitted into the hospital. And that was like two or three days that he was conscious. And then they had to put him under. Um, And then he was in a coma um, up until like mid-January when they tried to see if he would uh, wake up from his coma. Um, But then he kind of did, but then he had troubles. He had trouble um, breathing because he was trying to talk and the trach in his throat wasn't really helping him. So they had to put him under um, a coma again. And to think about that is really sad because I think all of us, including my mom, especially my mom, would have appreciated to have like a final conversation with him before he passed. Um, Unfortunately, we weren't able to. But um, anyways, going back to the topic of um, March, which I haven't really announced yet, but it's basically... Um, my health. Um, I'm not, I haven't always been the thinnest person. Um, I think the thinnest I've ever been was when I was like seven or eight. And then once I hit puberty, like, like my weight just skyrocketed. And I've always struggled with my weight, with my self image. Um, and up until uh, the beginning of 2021, up until my dad passed away, basically, um, losing weight was mostly, um, self-image. Like, I wanted to be slimmer because I wanted to look good in certain clothes. I wanted to feel more confident. Um, you know, I also wanted to be healthy because, you know, we've been trying to conceive, for the past four years and you know for those who you know struggle with fertility and are overweight you know the struggle like the hormones being overweight already messes with your hormones and then I was dealing with getting off the depot so yeah I just I felt like I needed to lose weight but it wasn't until my dad passed that like I really was like I really 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 need to like get serious. And 
I was like, I know my tendencies. I know that I can make goals and I know I can build up the motivation up to a certain point. And um, basically what I had decided was I needed to hire a personal trainer because even if I had my husband keep me accountable, um, I also have to keep him accountable. And if I can't keep myself accountable, then how is he going to, um, well, let me back this up. I also am accountable for him for his weight loss um, journey as well. So if I can't be accountable for him and he can't be accountable for me, then it's just like a win- no win-win, you know? So I decided that, you know, I'm going to put the money and the effort into hiring a personal trainer, which I did. Um, and honestly, I don't remember. Um, again, I should have done my research, but I'm just, no. <laughs> I'm just doing this based off of memory. And it was about March or April that I really, really decided that, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. And... um. Yeah, so I started my losing weight journey um, around that time, April or May. Um, I mean, March or April. Um, I think before I actually hired a personal trainer, I tried being more active. um, And I would, you know, go for walks around so I used to live in a condo and the condo had this uh, little lake that you could walk around um so that's what I would do in the morning is I would wake up and then I would walk around the pond or the lake and I would um maybe jog for a little bit here and there as much as I felt comfortable um and I would kind of push myself a little bit more every day every day And because of that, because I was already pushing myself and I was so determined to get healthy, I mean, I was starting to change my eating habits, you know, making sure that I had healthy, um, balanced meals, um, breakfast every day, um, making sure that I drink water. This isn't coffee. Um, This is actually ginger water. And I know I'm not a cat dad. I am a cat mom, but I'm just stealing my husband's cup. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, that would explain so much more. Anyways, um, so yeah, I was starting to implement healthy habits into my life. And um, I finally, so there's an app called Thumbtack. And I finally looked up local personal trainers in my area. And I wasn't really sure what exactly was available because, you know, of COVID. And um, I definitely was willing to go to a gym and have a personal trainer there. Um, but I I don't know. I was just, I'm this kind of person where I just want to, like, inject this idea into the universe. And they kind of ask the universe to bring me what it thinks works for me. Um, which I realized that I've... This is the first time I've actually, like, acknowledged that that's my process. But, yeah, that's basically my process. Once I think of something and I'm really, like, into that idea, I just, like, inject the idea into the universe. And then 
I'll like let the universe do his thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I eventually found a personal trainer, which I ended up loving her and the whole process. Um, so it's, it was all virtual and there's an app on my phone that I downloaded and on that app was pretty much, it was pretty much like my fitness pal or like Noom or those kind of like, uh, weightless, weightless, weight loss apps that you can download. Um, but this was a separate one that was geared, uh, or like built for her and her company. And they had recipes and things on that too. And like, it was exactly what I was looking for because I'm not very good at, I'm good at creating a schedule, but I'm not very good at sticking at my schedule. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have, you know, full intentions to complete my own schedule, but I don't usually do. So hiring this person was the best idea ever because she would hold me accountable. It was her job to hold me accountable. You know, it's not my husband's job to hold me accountable. I mean, it kind of is, but I mean, he's my partner in life and he has his own accountabilities and, you know, he shouldn't be responsible for everything I do. Um, he shouldn't be, you know? So I hired this personal trainer to be that person, to be responsible for my weight loss journey. And she was really cool because she asked me what exactly I was looking for, and um, I kind of explained to her, like, the challenges that I've gone through, what I've tried, and um, she basically created a workout routine that worked for me. So I'm a person who's more into strength training. I can do cardio, but I don't always necessarily like it because running makes me anxious. Um, because I always feel like I'm out of breath. And so like, I feel like I'm dying when I know that I'm not. And I don't like that feeling. I will run because cardio is important, especially for the activities that I want to accomplish. So she was able to mix in cardio with strength training with, um, stretching and it was like the perfect routine and she was flexible enough and lenient enough that if I told her that you know I'm not really feeling good today my my mental health isn't really up to par today she would say you know go ahead and take the rest um take the day today take today off and we'll do this again tomorrow and she wouldn't just give me a day off of the workout routine week. She would, um, I mean, she would, but then that whatever was scheduled for that day, she would move it to the next day. So like I still had to do whatever was scheduled. And I really liked that because it really gave me the structure that I needed to keep going. And as much as I don't, like I feel like I don't like structure, I actually do like structure as long as it works for me. So I like that she had my workout planned, you know, created and planned out. And then I like that she gave me the flexibility to complete it whenever I wanted to that day. Um, and that was something that she and I both agreed on was that, you know, we can be flexible only on that day. 
Um, if I ever went more than a day or two that I didn't work out, she would be like, hey, what's going on? Like, let's get back into the routine. And she would really hype me up. And she was really good at her job. And um, because of that, um, I was able to lose, um, if I remember correctly, I was able to lose 12 pounds in two months. And like, this was incredible because all the diet plans and all the like programs I have done before, it was usually cutting calories. And I really don't like cutting calories. I actually don't like counting my calories either. But because of this personal trainer and the program, um, she suggested food. And the more that I would, you know, be careful what I've what I'm eating, the more I would look for healthy options and still feel satisfied. So like if I wanted something sweet instead of getting a cupcake or like let's say that I do get a cupcake, okay, well, how can I balance that with something healthy? Um, And that's the kind of mentality that I built with the personal training program. Um, And I have also tried Noom and Noom also um, does that too. Um, but I think I just liked, I don't know, like I think having a personal trainer specifically assigned to me really helped me, um, like kick my butt into gear. And, um, I eventually some mid year last year, I think, yeah, like June, I, um, I'm skipping forward a little bit, but It's fine. It's all related. So in June, I finally got a primary care physician. And I know I finally got one. So guys, I, um, I'm 31. (laughs) Sorry, I had like a brain fart for a moment. But yes, I'm 31. And it took me 31 years to finally pick and choose my own primary care physician. Because, you know, as a kid, your parents choose one for you. So, like, I didn't willingly choose my pediatric doctor. Um, And actually, I don't really like my pediatric doctor. He kind of sucks. But, um, yeah, last year, mid-year, you know, having my dad pass, you know, he was only 57. And because of, you know, his job, he didn't really take good care of himself. And he got high blood pressure and he was obese and a lot of that led to um unfortunately um him passing away because his body wasn't strong enough to his immune system wasn't strong enough to uh fend off covid and pneumonia and i'm like i don't want that to happen to me because i still have a life to live you know i'm not i don't have suicidal ideation anymore i want to live i have goals that i want to achieve sorry i have goals that i want to achieve and i i want to have kids i want to be able to see my kids grow up and i want to be able to you know run with them and have the energy to wake up with them and um i have a puppy now you know and you know, my, my puppy is actually part of my uh, weight loss journey too, you know, because of her, she constantly reminds me that I need to be active because she's always active. She's always, always asking to go outside and to play. And, um, 
I actually feel really sorry for the days that I can't. Um, and in my head, I'm like, I promise I'll take you to the park tomorrow. Um, and I am using winter as an excuse because it's very cold right now. But yeah, like, there's just so many things that I want to do in my life. I want to travel. I want to do a lot of things. And I can't do that if I'm depressed. I can't do that if I'm anxious all the time. I can't do that if I feel like getting off the couch is hard to do. And, you know, just walking up five steps, you know, was already making my heart pump so much. (sighs) And I also have to remember to breathe because I talk really fast. (laughs) Um, But yeah, like health has become so much more important to me. And because of that, you know, I am willing and focus on making those changes. Um, How am I doing now? I will say that um, I did go off the um, personal training program. And I'm a little sad that I did. I kind of regret it. But at the same time, I understood why. So um, I, I did personal training up until the end of July, because in August, there was a huge, um, something new happened, which I will talk about in future episodes. But basically, I just felt like I, I was already as active as I could possibly be. I couldn't add a workout routine to what I was doing at the beginning of August. Like, literally, I was on my feet from probably 6 a.m. until midnight. That was how, like, physically active I was. And for the capacity, the physical capacity and the mental capacity to fit in a workout routine during that time was impossible. It was impossible, I tell you. Um, So I told my personal coach, like, I'm just taking a break for now, and I promise that I will... Well, I didn't say I promise because I don't like to make promises um, because I don't always know if I will um, keep them. (laughs) But I told her that if I had ever decided to come back to personal training, I would definitely choose her. And that's still true to this day. It's like she was the best personal trainer ever. But yeah, so from since August up until today, which is now January 2022, I did not do any personal training. And um, I am glad to say that I've been able to lose 20 pounds total. (laughs) But um, I have not been as active and as healthy conscious as I built myself up to be at the end of July. And that's okay. You know, as much as I still beat myself up about it, I don't beat myself up about it as much as I used to. Like if this was me when I was 21 or 22, I would have been in deep depression by now. 
and I'm not because I've learned uh, uh, I've learned acceptance. Basically, that this is just who I am. I know when I need to take a break, and I allow myself to take that break. And then when I'm ready, I will put myself back into it. And you know, you know, after August, I mean, all the holidays come after after it. You know. And as much as I wanted to get back into personal training, um, I knew that it would have been mentally hard for me to because, you know, the holidays are always really busy for us, especially for me, because I put so much effort and care into it. Um, and this year, um, I was finally able to have a bigger Christmas celebration um, because, you know, most of my family members are vaccinated and, uh, we're, you know, we all know the protocols about COVID and safety and health and stuff. So I was able to put my focus into the holidays this year. And that's what I wanted to focus on was spending time with my family because as you know, I'm important, but I'm only happy when my family's happy too. And I wanted to spend the holidays taking care of my family and making sure that I spent time with them. Because obviously, 2021 was not going to be a year spent with my dad. And having lost someone, you just hold time spent with your loved ones so much more preciously. And that's kind of why I put a pause on my health journey because when it comes to health, it's not just physical health too. You know, it's not just losing the weight and all that stuff. It's mental health as well. And I'm, I was taking care of my mental health at the end of 2021. I was making sure that I was, you know, taking good care of myself mentally And still physically, because I was, I have a puppy, so I was still taking her out walking in the mornings, and we went to the park and running, and I, you know, if it wasn't for my puppy, I wouldn't be as active as I am today. I probably would be sitting on the couch right now, playing on my phone, but no, I, I have made the changes to become more active, you know, so there is no setback in my health journey. I, my motto is, my motto is, failing is winning. So basically, I'm never failing. I'm always winning. You know, even if I stopped my um, losing weight journey in July, I continue to lose weight because I was on medication, um, prescribed by my doctor to help me uh, kind of, you know, um, to help cut the appetite. And now I just remembered that that's what I was going to, but I totally lost track. But yeah, basically, um, yeah, I was on fentramine. And if you guys know anything about fentramine, it's kind of like hydroxycut, but it's prescribed. And uh, because of that, I ate much less. Um excuse me, and because of other medications that I started taking, I wasn't emotionally eating anymore. And that really helped. 
um, I wasn't eating because I was anxious. I wasn't eating because I was depressed. I was eating because I was happy. And when I was happy, I was with my friends and family. I was with loved ones. I was with my husband. I was with my friends for our, you know, Friendsgivings and for Halloween. You know, the happy moments was when I ate. And even then, I wasn't eating that much because I I know my limit. Um, and I shouldn't be eating just because it's fun. I should be eating because, well... Let me try to rephrase this. I shouldn't just be eating to fill a void. I should be eating because I need to and because it's fun. And I should know when to distinguish between actually enjoying a meal and when I need to nourish my body. I hope that made sense. It made sense in my brain. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, 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 that's the thing with losing weight is why are you, let me rephrase this. How come, how come you're eating as much or as little as you are right now? There you go. Because I don't want to say you're like overweight and that's a bad thing because obviously overweight people, according to the BMI, aren't really overweight But if you recognize that you're not at a weight that you want to be, and you know that you're not living a healthy, conscious lifestyle, ask yourself, what is causing you to have those bad habits? And for me, it was because I was suffering through depression and anxiety, and I didn't know how to really cope other than to eat, like, 10 scoops of ice cream or a cookie. Um, I I really gear towards sweets. And if I eat too much sweets, then I seek a savory snack. And just it continued downhill from there. So if you want to learn how to lose weight, you have to look inside yourself. Like physically... Like, metaphorically and literally, basically. (laughs) Um, Literally, you know, what are you putting into your body? You know, are you eating a healthy, balanced meal? Um, If you're going to McDonald's every day, sure, there's, like, lettuce and tomatoes on your hamburger, but that's not really a healthy meal because you're going to a fast food place. It's mostly processed food. If you want to eat a burger, I'm not asking you to go, like, to a farm and get your own processed cow there, but um, go, like, get some ground beef at the grocery store that's, like, 95% lean and, you know, mix it in with some chopped up onions and spices and stuff. Make your own burger. Like, you learn to cook, (laughs) you know? And the process of cooking uh, will actually decrease how much you want the food. Um, I need to look into why that happens, but it's, it's, I believe that it, it's something that happens because, um, here's an example. So for Halloween, I made a whole smorgasbord of food for Halloween. And by the time I was done making all the food, I only ate like 
one piece out of the whole, not the whole thing, but like one piece out of each of the entrees that I had made. And I was done. I was satisfied. Because like the process of making the food, not that it was tiring, but like you're already absorbing the fun and the enjoyment of cooking. And then once you're able to actually enjoy that bite, you're like so satisfied with that bite. So yeah, just cook your food. It psychologically makes you think about what you're eating and you're making healthier choices. And then metaphorically, what are you putting into your body? Um, Like, what are you telling yourself when you are eating food or when you're looking at yourself in the mirror? When you wake up and you look at the full-length mirror, do you say, damn, this body is fine? Or do you pick and choose the little spots that could be better? You know, I'm not saying that I still don't do that. I have a full-length mirror to my office, like to the side of my desk right here. And when I enter my office... I'm the first thing I see. And when I wake up in the morning, I'm the first thing I see. So I have to learn to be very kind to myself. Um, because I think, no, I, it's not I think. I know that I speak the most, the most damaging words to myself. I know I do. Um, I mean, I know some other people who do, but that's another conversation that we'll have in the future. But yeah, um, the mental health, right? So something that I have been doing for a long time is when I look in the mirror when I wake up in the morning, instead of picking choosing at my face of like what could be better, I look at it as a whole piece, and I tell that I tell myself that I that I look pretty, and eventually over time I would look at myself and like oh. Yeah, I am really pretty. Yeah, I like the way my eyes look. And, oh, I do have eyelashes. And, you know, my eyebrows are really thin, but I actually like the shape of it. And, you know, really start complimenting yourself every day. And I've been able to do that with my face. I just need to do it with the rest of my body. And that's another process, too. But if you know me and... If you're like me, you know that mental health and living is a growing process. No one in the world is perfect. Nobody. So I will always be changing things about myself. Not for the worse, but for the better. I think with every year that I've done podcasting or since I've started therapy, I've advanced myself for the better. Um, I... I've recognized my flaws and I also have recognized my strengths and the the weaknesses or the flaws that I have. Can I change them? If I can't, then I have to accept them, you know, and once I accept them, those flaws become strengths. They become beauties. Like I, um, what's a flaw that I don't? Oh, my eyebrows. So my eyebrows used to be like one thing that I would pick about my face. And I would say, you know, I wish I had thicker eyebrows or like more color in my eyebrows. But it's changed. My perspective of my eyebrows have changed. Basically, I can change the shape of my eyebrows to whatever I want. And you wouldn't be able to tell. 
And like my eyebrows right now match perfectly with my hair because if I, I, I feel like if I had darker eyebrows, it wouldn't really match with my hair anymore. So I like that my eyebrows are lighter now because they do, they match with my hair now. See? <laughs> so we kind of gone a long way from like losing weight, but um, it's all correlated to the umbrella of health. Health is not just your physical body. It's also your mental mind. I mean, your brain is also a physical thing. You know, take care of your brain. You know, drink water every day. There's a lot of things that you can do to help boost your mood and your, your you know, strengthen your brain cells. You know, you know, read a paragraph or two. You know, I'm not a real avid reader either, but once I find a topic that is really interesting, then I'll really read it. And, you know, if that's the kind of person you are, then do that. If you're not into reading, you know, another thing I do is I read manga. And, you know, other people may not agree that that's reading, but I mean, you kind of are. And if you're really into K-dramas, you know, read the subtitles. Or if you like anime, turn off the dubbed version and um, listen to the original Japanese audio and then turn on the subtitles. If you're reading, bam. And usually animes have a really good moral story to them too. Yeah. Anyways. So... As you can tell, I'm doing a lot better mentally um, and physically. I am too. Like, I am so much more active than I used to be. I park farther in the parking lots and I make sure that I am active every day and do the little things and they'll eventually build up to, you know, a healthy habit. Okay. <laughs> I really suck at ending podcasts, so please pardon me. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope I was able to give you a little sense of clarity, peace, and encouragement for you to do what you need to do to be where you want to be. If you're feeling lost or unsure, or you just need reassurance, feel free to reach out to me on any of my platforms. I'm located on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, or you can email me at zymorecoaching at gmail.com. That's X as in xylophone, A as in apple, I as in igloo, morecoaching at gmail.com. I'm always here to give you your little glass slipper and that gentle push. Until next time, have a great rest of your week, and don't forget that you can do anything.